Let's go, baby. Bro, why you starting already? I wasn't ready. <laughs> Come on, that's the intro. Fuck. It's episode 10, baby. This is your homeboy, Janela. We're getting pumped and lit. Oh! Go. Come on, you said oh, to bring energy. Silence. Silence. <laughs> silence. So I can know when to cut this shit. All right. What is good, everyone? <laughs> bro, let me intro, bro. Why? Relax, bro. Let me intro, bro. Why? Give me some Relax, credit. bro. Apaga esa pinche madre. No, no. It's the fucking parking lot. Go ahead. That's the podcast so, intro. So, uh, nah. We're gonna nah, continue. Nah, that's the intro, bro. That's the real right there. <laughs> the moment of sound. Guys, come on. So shut up. So let me intro. Why? Nah, 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 Why? We, we gotta come. Let it's me. my way or the highway. Bro. All right, walk in. Highways are, all right, walk out. What's good, y'all? your boy, Brandy here. Back again. Episode 10. Hey, for the real fans, y'all gonna know we actually had another episode 10, but we lost the file because someone didn't know how to save it properly. But episode 10, happy <clears> to be back after up? a week off in the studio, man. I got my boy here with me. It's Janeiro. It's great to be back. <laughs> Why are you depressed, bro? Because I didn't, I didn't get the intro. That <laughs> Shut I, the I fuck up. So I'm going to be sad <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Just kidding. Right. It's good to be back, guys. What is up? All right, man. You got any updates this week? Like personal updates? Yeah, personal updates. No, I can't talk about them. So no? I'm going to keep my life personal. But Yo, where? What? Since when is that? Since I read comments on the Instagram section about how to live your life. There's like this video I came across. It's like, it's better to live a private life. Even like for, for the podcast, it's public, whatever I say. Mm-hmm. But I think life should always be private. It's more it's more meaningful that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so some updates, I guess, in terms of knowledge is like some things have been going on in the world. Sure. Uh, one of them is... There's a bunch of stuff going on in the world. Yeah, right it's now. crazy. Like it's, been, it's been popping it's for crazy. news. It's crazy. So the first one is the Trump indictment. <laughs> they got my boy, man. They, they got, got our boy, man. boy. But that's uh, your boy too. Stop playing. You know if, if Trump gets back out, he's giving you DACA. So well, that's wild disrespectful to drink water in front of a fasting man. But I'm going to let it slide because you're my friend. But yeah, man, guys, Trump got indicted. Uh, and not only did he get indicted, he actually got arrested. They actually arrested... I think he's like the first uh, president former to, president to have gone like so arrested. So Bill Clinton didn't get arrested? Nah, bro. He got he got like a... Didn't Bill Clinton called? like get in the office? He got... What's it called? Impeached. But he didn't get... He didn't get arrested. That's not really an arrestable offense. That's you know? just like me, bro. I get in trouble for the slightest things. And literally the other people who are doing worse is like... It's like nobody's doing anything about it. That's why I don't support Trump 100%. But I sympathize with him as a human. Yeah. Like, I'm like... Well, I saw someone on the news say that they were like, as much as I disagree with Trump, yeah. they're like, right now... Like, he's old, he's not really a He's not really, like, a threat to nobody. They're like, he's, he's not. He's, he's powerless. Just, and they were just like, he's... Right now, he's just like a grandfather who's, like, 70-something years old. That's like, exactly Why what are you going to put him in jail, you know? But, but I understand, like, what people... People were angry because they blame the fact that when he was president, he did allow... A lot of, um, a lot of people to feel comfortable, basically expressing their views, and it turned a little bit violent, and a little racist. Mm-hmm. Look, I I'm cool with disagreement. I think disagreement has helped me as a human yeah. grow, and I think we should have uncomfortable conversations of how we treat others, 
what's really fair mm-hmm. because i i see both sides of the story like um like i think one of the biggest one was like when he was saying like he's gonna close the border uh mexicans are criminals that one took me off by surprise i get what he was trying to say can't i really just say think, mexicans are criminals but you can't say it like that because you're painting a whole a whole community of people who um have completely different stories right and like you're not you're not bringing them into like a human side either right you're just like hey they're all criminals i'm like it's like what well, he never said they're all criminals he said they're um he said they're sending criminals they're sending the worst people which i i will say the the way he said things i wouldn't have said things that way i think there's a way better way to say things i would have said something like that stupid i know but i understand i think you understand too that there's a better way to say things 100 percent. the only Always. problem is like it kind of goes both ways because he said he says things in that way so people could get like his words misconstrued and then that galvanizes his fan base and it makes the other side angry so everybody talks about him and he <laughs> wins at the end of the day you know i th- i just think trump is just he's just like me but at the same time, he just like me for real. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, but what I'm trying to say is he's a little ignorant in, in, when it comes to when it comes to he's hella ignorant, bro. He's super ignorant. Well, like the, the thing is, like he knows he's smart, but he just yeah. knows how to play exactly the ignorant role that's gonna help him. Win. I want to be like that. Yeah, I know. I want to be like that because look you're at ignorant, what, but you lose. But he's ignorant, but he wins. <laughs> yeah, I need to be. <laughs> Maybe I'll just paint my skin orange, you know, <laughs> or, you know, diamond. But like, that's the thing that I'm saying is like, he knows how to speak in a way where it makes his fans like him. It makes the other side hate him. But all in the while, like, if you really listen to what he says, he's not really saying anything crazy, crazy. He's just saying what everybody in he's the back office thinking, says when, yeah, exactly. when the when uh, the Latino guy passes through. He's like, hey, bro, you see this guy <laughs> tattoo? He's a cholo. He, he says it in in a more like. How do you say it? like a, a like a, a like angry, a white like a angry white dad yeah. or angry yeah. white uncle? Um, but I get what you're saying. So, anyways, let's move on. So, what really happened? He got arrested. Man got arrested. I heard that he got raided by the FBI. Yep. They well, took well his he had stuff. actually got raided like way before. Oh, like, that's right. He got raided before Mar a Lago. Yeah. yeah so. But this time it was like different. He got arrested. He went to court, and yep. like it was like a public trial, somewhat like yep. that. So let's go over some things. So like number one. What is he getting arrested for? Hmm. Number two, is this fair? And number three, what do people think about Trump now? So, I mean, the reason he got arrested it wasn't anything crazy. I guess it depends on like where your perspective is on. It's things. hush money, no? Yeah, he got arrested for falsifying business records. Oh. So basically, he was taking money that was supposed to be for other things, and he was using it to pay off people to basically be quiet. So obviously everybody has heard about the Stormy Daniels, the the porn star that he slept with, and she came out like when he was running for president and all that to try to like, you know, shade my boy and, and help him lose, but he still beat Stop that. Stop saying my boy. But he still beat that case, and he's he still not got, our boy. Bro. <laughs> he, he still beat that you. case. I, I mean, I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I don't hate him or like him, but is he better than Biden? Hundred percent. Um, is he really? Hundred percent. Way also? better than Biden. Biden. Well, let's not get distracted though. Let's not get distracted. All right, let's focus on this. All right, all right. So the hush money he had paid her, and then it came out that he also paid um, a Playboy model. Um, what a man! What's her name? Caitlin McDougal. Caitlin McDougal. Yeah. So he had paid her too uh, to be quiet about a supposed affair before the 2016 election. Is that wrong or not? I mean, is? It's his life. What I was telling my mom is in the car. I'm like, 
doing what he did it's immoral like a president should have like be up like be upheld like in the morals in the most moral uh standard yeah right like i I always think george washington man was like he was a slave owner general okay but at the same time (laughs) he released his slaves after he died right no no he didn't oh (laughs) shit my bad wrong president i think of abraham lincoln (laughs) man got shot he died for 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 our our sins Oh, that was Jesus. <laughs> my, that was this cool hey, 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 this is my, a secular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not during Ramadan. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, Ramadan. I love you, dumbass. <laughs> okay. Well, he died for our, died sins, for our sins. <laughs> my love the king, too. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's a big sister Teresa, Mother Teresa. Bro, okay. What I'm trying to say is where did we paint it wrong? When I was with my liberal ex girlfriend, it was bro. This was supposed to be the first episode. Bro. I didn't mention her name. Fuck. All right, cut that part out. No, now it's in. Now continue. <laughs> All right, when you were with, she'd say she who shall not be named. Man. She who should uh, Sheba. She who will not be named. <laughs> okay, okay, continue. She's like, he's a bad person. He's a horrible person. And I'm like, yeah, but he's still a man. Like, if I commit a crime or whatever, whatever I did wrong, mm. I wish I had the ability to be redempt. Right, like that's in my religion. That's what we believe in. We believe that although you're a sinner, you you have you the ability to repent and sort of yeah. That's back. that's compassion. That's what we're human. That's why we're humans. We're different from animals. Yeah. And people are just like hating on him, like for all the things that cause it under his presidency. Mm. So going back to that, he did these things. Um, was it wrong that he hit about it? He paid those people to kind of like shut up. Um. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. You should be honest. Like, even even if what he's doing is wrong, I think people should be honest. Like, I I try to be honest with things I do. I I do like even if it takes a while, like for me to admit, like, oh yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. He should have not done that, especially during a presidency. Um. But I guess like my question is just like if that has nothing to do with the presidency, should he have to disclose that? Like you just said, living a private life is better. No. Yeah. So but, now, um, so now, if you apply for a job and they're like, "What are you doing in your private life?" Like, wouldn't you be like, "Why do I have to talk?" That's about different that, you know? because you're the leader of the free world. You're supposed to disclose all First those, of all, all these things. There's no such thing as a leader of the free world. That's just what they call it, but that's not his position. Let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase what I had to sure. say. He's the leader of the free world. No. So in his, in He's the, the president eyes of, of the America. Voters, He's not the leader of the free world. Like I hate when we call it that because you're not allowed to self-appoint we're yourself the leader world. of the free world. Like fine. He's the president of the U.S. Okay. The U.S. has certain standards that need to be met. The biggest one is transparency, uh, records, right, to show that, unfortunately, like, in their eyes, the people who are voting for you have to kind of see that you had a consistent record and what you stood for or that what you stood for is true. Sure. And that perhaps you don't have so much, like, baggage on you. Sure. Right? It's almost like an application for when you're seeking a partner, perhaps, like, you kind of... Although I don't want to know your past, but in reality, you kind of need to because then you know what that person stands for, right? Like sure. when we, when you and I met, we kind of were like transparent about like, hey, I stand about this. Like, you cool with that? Like, yeah, I'm cool with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you can paint almost like some sort of um, outline of who I am. Sure. Because you wouldn't trust me with running your business if perhaps I've already done horrible things to people but, but like I mean? the the, I don't the know. but I don't that's know. that's why my question is like i can understand right 
wanting to have somebody who's like morally a good person or whatever it's called. <clears throat> right? Correct. But we all know these politicians are all the least fucking moral people in the that's world, true. right? That is politics true. is the dirtiest game. And that's why I don't like when people mix religion and politics. Because for why? me, it's like religion is supposed to be the most pure, the most beautiful, like the most sacred thing in your life. Why would you mix that with like the most disgusting, sleazy profession that ever existed, which is politics? Like everybody knows all these people that are rulers, bro. They're all fucking taking hush money. They're all fucking in cahoots with each other. They're all trying Lobbyists. to fuck everybody over, yeah. lobbying. They're doing all these things to mess it's everybody game, up. Though. Why would you mix that with your religion? You know? So for me, it's like I can kind of separate those two. And because I can, that's when I'm like, okay, <clears throat> who is the best person to just run the country? Right. And does paying that hush money really. Like, does that have anything to do with how he would run a country? Like, I'm not really sure, you know? And that's sort why, of, that's why when we explain, of, that's why when we kind of explore that area, it becomes into like, okay, is that something he should have to disclose? Because like, does that really affect the way he's going to be a president? Like, if Joe Biden doesn't do that, but that doesn't make him a good president or somebody else or Trump did. I see what you're saying. Yeah, something so like that. So like you know? me, right? For example, like I, I'm an engineer. Yeah. I've done a lot of stupid shit in my life. I yeah. fucked up. I'm not, I'm, I don't come from the best family, sure. but I know my skill sets. Exactly. Would you hire me versus some kid that ha maybe has a clean record, came from a good family, but has no life experiences? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. N like, n no experience in terms of working with difficult projects, difficult people, and he's going to be in, under so much pressure under your company. Would you hire him over me? Well, that's exactly my question. It's like is that, okay. no, I'm trying to paint. I'm trying to understand yeah, what you're yeah, trying yeah. to say. Yeah, so like here, I'll rephrase it in a way that you can understand, right? Okay, so go ahead. The way the whole getting kicked out of AI double AI double A thing. Don't happened. bring that fucking okay. acronym. Okay, the it way that all that happens. My soul. <laughs> the way all that happened. Okay. Let's say you go to apply to SpaceX tomorrow. Would you disclose that? Would you be like, hey, yeah, I was president, but I did all these things, and this is how it happened. And this is how I got kicked out. Like no, it's not just without, without, me. yeah, but without nobody asking, because nobody asked Trump, like, did you pay hush money at first? Like, yeah, you don't really ask that out of nowhere. Like, no, would you I go there just disclose, disclose that for no, nothing? That's a, that's a fucking embarrassing part of my life. And then, like, but I wanna, okay, I want to move on from it. Okay, exactly. And then at the same time, like, would you think? Do you really think like that? Let's say like in ten years or five years or even two years, you apply for a job. Like, would you really f feel like that thing? Would still be a detriment to you, or do you actually see yourself as better because you live that and you already know, like, hey, this is the mistakes I made to lead me to do that. Now I know not to do that when I'm in a higher position. No. Yeah. So that makes so much better. I, I think I think that is more fair mm -hmm. because I think it's better to make mistakes now too. Exactly. Than when you're already in like the highest position of office. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I I now see because a lot of my friends are like, why why do you support this politician? Like, why do you support career politicians? And my answer was, well, they went to school to study for that. Yeah. So therefore, I feel like they're being more qualified to to be in position of power. But then they were like, well, you know, Trump, for example, mm. he doesn't need to be a, a president. He kind of already has his money and whatever. He has his own life. But I guess he has this ability to see business and mm -hmm. treat America as a business to a point where like we, we can get out of this economic um, position where we feel immobilized, where we're falling into more debt. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. a good deal maker. That, that's a skill set that he's recognized for. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think I just want to like say that like, damn, like that I've learned that throughout the past years, seeing how like, I'm fortunate like Biden has like handled things. Like it's, it seems like he's not really, there 
Does exactly. that make sense? Yeah. Like, like at least Trump useless. like was doing stuff. I would say like there was a lot of like people that he would hire that like you know like kind of seem opposite of what they stood for. Like people who were like an Exxon Mobil or whatever oil company mm. uh, hedge funds who were in charge of like the environmental stuff. It's like that's kind of like that, that. Those are moves that I kind of didn't like. Is it though? Because okay, but I know you're not environmentalist. I am. But it's like, not that I'm not environmentalist. I'm yeah. just not as drastic as most people claim it to be. Like, okay, I believe we shouldn't trash the planet. I believe we should take care of the planet. Yes. Okay, everybody listening, you just heard my alarm go off. That means it's time to break fast. So go ahead and drink your um, um your your milk. <laughs> my water, my my coffee, man. This feels ah, this is so good after a long, long day. But today was a long day for real. Did I did I make it longer? Nah, man. Having a podcast to look forward to makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> no, but, you gotta you gotta explain to the audience. Ah, thank God for the the picture I sent you with uh, that. I look like a fucking ski mask. <laughs> but Brandon yeah, didn't gonna, believe me that I was it, at gonna, the dentist. We're gonna try to put it in the podcast. So hopefully, yes. the editor can put so it in. So Brandon didn't believe me that I was in the dentist. Yeah, and. I wasn't answering because I was like literally getting my tooth. I'm like, how am I gonna pull my phone? My I phone is like a bro- video game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop! <laughs> let me put it. Let me show you this. Side. What the? <laughs> my phone is like a video game character, boy. Yeah, I was playing Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> I was in war zone. <laughs> what loadout is that? <laughs> but anyways, uh, so let's move on. Yeah. So he got indicted. Blah blah blah. He got in trouble. Yeah. What's the next move? Is he gonna be able to run for president still? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it doesn't disqualify you. Like all the things that happen don't disqualify you. Yeah, which is also fucked up, but not in the same way, right? I don't really think that should disqualify him from running because it's not really anything that's like related to the presidency. That's why I was like, my position is like, you can hate him for his politics or for his person. Like I can have that, but like, I don't really think he should be disqualified from running. Right? We just don't vote for him. We don't want him. We don't vote for him. But should that be mean disqualified? that we no. should allow? That's people my, who went to jail to also vote because if that's my point that's if my we're gonna point. allow like well not just vote yeah. but there's a big problem where people who have gone to prison and get out and they actually completely change their lives like they're not able to apply for certain jobs, jobs they're, not able, to, they're yeah. not able to vote like maybe how you're having a gun i don't know it's a it's a gray situation i can understand the people that make the argument but like having certain jobs or like being able to vote especially vote like to me those are things that are like if you're you pay your debt to society. That's what I'm and saying. And you've actually changed your life I actually around. Do, yeah. You should have forgiveness, like you said. I, I do sympathize with... I used to volunteer like for Clark County mm-hmm. here in Nevada, like where we used to go to a lot of events where people from this place called Casa Grande or something like that, mm-hmm. people who were just like... people Had come from jail mm-hmm. and were doing community service. I used to like talk to them and yeah. we used to do like events for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And... When I was, I would, I was younger back then. I was in high school. I'd ask him, "Hey, so like, how come? What is Casa Grande?" They explain like, "Yeah, so after you get out of jail, like, you go live in a home, and like, they try to help you get a job. Yeah. You have to pay rent, and you have like, um, uh, what are those officers that kind of like parole officer? You have a parole they officer. Check they check on you, try to get your life back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I did this. Like they tell me like I did this or I did this, and you know like." I hate that man. Like, I, like th- they would always tell me, like, that's why you shouldn't make those mistakes. But you could tell in their eyes, like, the, they changed, bro. They changed, but they fucking hate the fact that they committed that mistake, and now society just 
puts a fucking label on them because yeah. now they, you know, just just one mistake. I understand when it's murder. <laughs> I think that's it's a whole different but story. Even then, bro. Yeah. Like even because it's like, who are we to choose? Like really, only God knows. And it's like you can tell. Like there's a bunch of people where. You, like you said, you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in the way they, like, they're, you can see it in their relationship with people. You can see it in the way they just move around, you know, their attitude. You can tell they're just not the same person that would, what they, they were in that, at that time, you know? Yeah. So. What do you think it is? Like, I know you told me that in, in, when people go to prison, like, they get closer to God, right? A lot of people choose, like, Islam as their. Yeah. So, like, in America, like, there's a bunch of people. Especially, like, in the black community, like, it's a big thing where, like, you go to jail and a lot of people become Muslims. Malcolm because, X like that, yeah. He's yeah, the most famous. and it's been, like, for a while. It's just, like, um, I don't know. Like, it's just a sense of the sense of community, the sense of brotherhood, the sense of, like, having something bigger than yourself. And also, like, especially in big prisons, it's kind of dangerous to be on your own. So a lot of people click up with gangs or like they're like, I'm with the Hispanics or I'm with the whites or I'm with the blacks. Right. But if you don't really want to be like stay in that life, a lot of people are like, I, I just want to be Muslim, you know, like, and they just why, they stick together. I, I just want to know, like, why is it more um, conversion of Islam than like Christianity or something else? Right. I just think, oh, well, like there, there are a lot of Christians, I'm assuming. I think so too, but it's just like I feel like Muslims are probably the most practicing. Yeah, they're probably the most. The more I feel like they're the most devout, like outwardly, I guess. Yeah. So I think that's why people get attracted to it because they're like, it gives you a sense of discipline too. You know, it's like when people go to the military and like they get their life in order and they're like, okay, now I wake up early and I iron my clothes and like David Goggins. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it gives you that discipline yeah. gives you like a framework where you can build your life around. Yeah, and it's a good thing. Some people see it as a bad though. Yeah. I, mean, I know yeah. that a lot of people that like talk shit about the military. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you this story when I was like I wanted to join the Marines. Yeah. Like I didn't care. Like I just wanted to serve my country. Mm-hmm. And I the reason why it turned me I wanted to follow that is because I felt like I never really had any, anything good going on in my life even though I was I would say interested in education yeah i just thought that that lifestyle would bring more discipline in my life where i never really had it yeah where nothing was in order so i could see with that why people choose that versus um the people i feel like there's some the other side talks really bad about the military because they're like well we don't want to support military because you adding more problems to or you you contributing to the conflicts that america's already involved yeah what do you say um, I mean, it just depends on like how you look at it because it's like for a lot of people, that's the only way out, you know, like a lot of people join the military because it gives them a way out of poverty, you know, like really? I've heard stories that, yeah, if you grow up poor, you're like, fuck it. Would I rather stay here and live poor or should I just go to the military and at least I get three warm meals a day and I get a bed to sleep and yeah. I get a warm shower? That's better day. than going to you know prison or exactly whatever. or sometimes yeah. prison is an option because the same way yeah, yeah the same way you get fed at no, least 100 percent. i know yeah. a lot of homeless people like especially during the winter or the summer they'll do things like that bro like there's stories of homeless people they'll they'll do things like that just to go to jail for a few months and that way they have somewhere to sleep and then they're back out free you know that's crazy and it's sad it's sad that it's it like that, sad, but, but that, that i guess like it just this year all your perspective and a lot of people go to the military because it does give you they make you get a free education out of it and you're like, you're like i can't I can't afford to go to university, but if I go here and I serve and do my time and get out, like Respect, now I get bro. to go for free. So absolutely okay. So let's. So you just told us that you broke fast. Mm-hmm. You had an alarm. 
Yeah. Do you want to go like share like your experience of uh, fasting? I don't. Did we share that last time? I think we sh- we talked a little bit. We talked we, a briefly. I don't think it was Ramadan yet. Right, but Somewhere. now it's Ramadan. Now you're gonna. Now you've fasted for about two weeks, a week, mm. about a week. No. Yeah. How the how's how has that experience been like for you? No, two. Today's Ramadan fifteenth, so yeah, two weeks. How has that experience been like at work? With life in general, like mm-hmm. you explained a little bit of the feelings. I think it was two days ago that we met, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, bro, that's that's kind of tough." I was trying to fast with you, but we Christians aren't that strong. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of get used to it after going so long, but you know, man. I guess for everybody who doesn't know, um, in Islam, there's a month called Ramadan, and um, it's like the holy month for us because it was a month during which the the Quran was sent down, started to be revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him. So every year uh, for Ramadan, you're supposed to fast. So you fast from sunset to sunrise, sunrise. but it's not really sunrise. It's like daybreak. Okay. Like as soon, I think in the, in the Quran is described as like, as soon as you see a white thread over a black thread. So just a tiny sliver of light on the horizon. That's when you can't eat anymore. I would be like holding my cookie. And then just take him <laughs> as a dare. No, but that that's really amazing, man. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of fucking energy because I thought it was just a uh, fasting of food, but you told me it's fasting of water as well. Uh, not just water. Well, it's like it's like a complete fast. So it's like you'll not only fast food, you fast water, but you're also f- supposed to fast in in terms of like you're not supposed to really be having arguments with people. You're not supposed to be cursing. Oh, you broke that be- one, bro. <laughs> you're not supposed to be like um even if you're married right you're not supposed to be like having intercourse, re- intercourse with your wife wow um you're not supposed to be um yeah just like a, a bunch of things like you're supposed to be extra mindful of your relationship with god, with god you're supposed right? to be extra mindful of like what you're doing and i had a really good conversation with my brother actually this past weekend on sunday i think it was we went out to eat Right, we went out to eat without me. Yeah, without you. Wow. So it was my mom, my sister, my brother, and me. So we went out to eat, and we were just sitting right, and we were waiting because we were not like right before it was time to break fast. That way, like when it was time to eat, I would be able to eat with everybody. And my brother asked me like, "What's the point of fasting?" You know, and a lot of people see the benefits in it now. Like, there's a bunch of doctors and like nutritionists and all these people that tell you about intermittent fasting. And how it can help you lose weight. It can help you like have more focus. It can help you like with hypertension, anxiety, like a bunch of things. You can fix a bunch of things with intermittent fasting, you know. And I basically told him like, if you want the surface level answer, like the science is there now. Like 1400 years ago, there was no science to be able to tell you all these things. Right? Crazy. It was just God said fast or you fast, right? He said we did tell us like reasons why, but there was it didn't come with like some scientific handbook. Right now we know. But the reason you fast, right, is because there's like almost two parts to the soul, right? There's the animalistic side that's in charge of like self-preservation, uh, making sure you eat, making sure your bodily functions occur, like your breathing, blood's rushing through your body, all these things, um, uh, rip- reproduction. So all the animalistic side, right? And then you have the other side that's more like your spiritual side, like the side that's mindful about God. The side that gives you like a conscious when you do wrong, um, guilt, um, 
wanting to do good, like all all like the innate things that God put us that gave us in order to help us be better people, you know? So I really see it as like a balance. You have the animalistic side and then you have that other like I would say like spiritual side. Correct. And once you put more focus into one, the other one is going to suffer a little bit, you know? So the month of Ramadan is kind of like a cleanse for your body to sort of reset and remind yourself that the animalistic side is there and you always need it, right? It's it's a part of us as humans, but it shouldn't outweigh the other side, right? So a lot of people will tell you like, oh, it just helps you understand what poor people feel when you don't get to eat all day and stuff. Like, yeah, in a way it does, but it's not the same because the poor person knows when it's time to break fast, they have nothing to break fast with. When it's time to wake up in the morning, they have no, nothing to eat in the morning, right? You at least know, like, oh, once it's seven, I'm going to have a whole fucking feast, bro. Like, I have all this food. My whole family's here. It's a happy time, you know? Is that really teaching you what poor people, feel, poor people go through? Not really, you know? It's it's understanding that there's a higher sense than just listening to your animalistic side. It's about Correct. getting close to God, about having values, about knowing how to control your urges and desires, about having discipline. Like, to me, that's what fasting is. So that that's why I... Do you know? That's that's why we do it. That's something that I think not just people who are religious should also implement in their life mm-hmm. as a form of understanding what the uh, understanding and living the present life. When I was doing fasting during a pandemic, because I read upon articles and like the health benefits of it, I would just pray that I made it through the day and that I had something good and and I just started being more self-aware of my senses. Like all I could think of was eating. But then afterwards, I just started slowly um, changing those feelings by being busy with things that like reading, homework, whatever. What you explained to me was is fascinating because it's it has been done for quite a while now. And what I always try to understand is what what fascinates me about Islam and the culture cultural values behind them mm-hmm. is how something can survive for so long. It's like why do people cling to these habits or whatever? And I think I know you just answer my my the question I've always had is because you you go through these cycles where you know you're going through your life and then you have to almost test your faith every year, right? Or something like that, every year. And then you get close to God. And I think with like Catholicism or Christianity, it doesn't, it doesn't kind of have that because, because there's so many sects within Christianity that it's not like standard. There's no standards anymore. Mm -hmm. With Catholicism, if you're really like a real Catholic, I mean, you have to follow through like no 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 fry no meat on Fridays, right? No red meat. No red on Fridays. But it's not as strongly I- implemented anymore. Mm. What I'm trying to say what I'm trying to get at is it's not the same as what Islam does. Yeah. And so maybe that's why there's less more people who are born Christian who are just get lost, right? Because mm-hmm. their faith is not tested unless something bad happens in their life or something good happens. Like I know th- the time where I got closer to God is when things started falling apart in my life. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, 
bro like what's going on like mm. is god testing me again <laughs> you know what i mean but with you you follow through with these um what would you say they're called um holidays or the like, yeah i mean it's not really a holiday it's just like a practice with these practices or norms and so you you test your faith every almost every single day pretty much it's not really like a for me it's not really like a test of faith like i don't really see it as a i don't really see it as a burden i think when you start to see things as I a didn't burden mean it like that no, 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 i know but i'm saying for like the people listening when you start to see things as a burden and you start to see things like i have to don't think of it as i have to think of it as i get to every like day the I podcast get, every single day i get to wake get to up come here. every single day i get to wake up and I get to see, I get to sort of test myself and help myself get closer to God. I get to help myself build discipline. I get to help myself um, teach myself self-control. All these things I get to do. I don't have to, right? I can easily drink water during the day and eat during the day and do whatever I have to do during the day. But no one's forcing, no one's putting a gun to my head and saying do it, you know? I get to. These are all commandments and instructions that we got from God that help us. God doesn't need anything from anyone, right? When we say we fast and we dedicate our fast to God and may, may Allah accept our fast, yes, right? Does he have to? No. God doesn't need anything from any single individual ever. God is God. You know, we need it. I need God to accept my fast so he can know, hey, I'm doing this by my own volition, wanting to get closer to you, wanting to be a better person, wanting to be a better brother, a better friend, a better man, everything. You know, I get to do these things. So when you approach things like that, it gives you like a, a different sense of motivation and a different sense of purpose rather than saying like, I have to do this, right? Because then you're dreading it. Then you're waking up, you're like, fuck, I have to. You That's know? how I feel when I wake up in the morning to go to work. Mm -hmm. But then when my mom puts it in perspective, she's like, you know how many people wish they had your job, even though you don't like it as much? Yeah. You're making money and at least they're giving you more days versus people who want to be in that position as you are. You get to have that. You get to live this life of yours, mm -hmm. and you need to ch start changing your perspective. I'm like, damn, I hate when people are right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, okay. So, um, but I want to get like your perspective. I guess, like, how did you feel? Because how many days did you, you fasted? Like two days? Or a few I fasted days, no? three days. Three days, and then I kind of fasted today. So I've been kind of fasting some days on accident. Yeah, because I'm just trying to follow you because i know like with you like when i'm with you we usually eat together mm -hmm. so what i'll do is like i think yesterday two days ago we met we ate like at chick-fil-a <laughs> shout out to okay uh yeah, before i was gonna eat something i was i had i had gotten out of class um and today's thursday right uh yes yeah i think it was tuesday yeah uh, tuesday when we worked on yeah the, i the had lab. some homework i'm sorry i have class mondays but i had something to do tuesday mm -hmm. And I had the chance to eat, like make some food, but then I was like, "Nah, I'm just gonna wait for to eat with Brandon." But and even when we were eating, I had to wait like a few more minutes to break fast and stuff. Yeah, I was like, "Is that's, this man that's, kidding me right now? Like that, that's Why like, is he doing this?" Like, yeah. I felt bad eating to. in front of him. I was like, no. "He does this to me, though." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't ever feel bad. Like, when people can eat and drink in front of me. It doesn't really, but doesn't really affect the, me. But it does. It is a little bit weird because, like, even at work, sometimes. Um, I'll yeah, go to lunch with Alan or like, yeah, or like any, anything. Like if we're recording, we'll go eat. Or like on the weekends, if I'm out with my family and they're eating and stuff, I'm like, dang, bro, like I wish I could eat. And because I'm so used to always eating with people. You know, I don't really like to eat alone. Um, But during Ramadan, like sometimes I, I have to. I have to just 
no thug it out can't eat it's on and then it's like 7 p.m and everybody already ate or like they're not eating till later i'm like all right that's y'all but i'm hungry i so force I, I would force people to wait for me to eat <laughs> i'm like no you're not eating until no. i eat like we're <laughs> eating together no so but um you to answer your question the like the fasting part mm. is just like I lose my appetite afterwards after like fasting for so long. Low key, same. So I'm like, I'm not hungry anymore. I like, know. The sun's out. Like I like to eat when the sun's out. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I can really handle this anymore. But then I look at like healthier options now. Mm-hmm. So like I only bought fruit and like some poultry to yeah. eat for the next like two weeks. Yeah. So after fasting, I just grab some fruit and then that's it. And I just call it a day and I get tired. I go to sleep. That's it. Same I don't. Bro. Uh, the only time I've been eating heavy was like when I don't hang out with you. Like I get hungry at night. Like if I'm staying up late to do homework at night, I get McDonald's. Unfortunately, bro, low key. But it's I, so bad because I, I, I don't know what what it is with late night craves. But you just crave it the most. I know, I know. It's the same for me too. Like the day where it was Tuesday. No, we stayed up late as fuck. Finished oh the yeah, fuck. I was starving. Like when I got me home, too. I was starving. I, I fell asleep, so, but I was so tired I couldn't stay awake to eat. I was like. I was and then, fainting. Okay, okay. So I we stayed up to it was like what, three a.m. Four a.m. You left around like two thirty a.m. Yeah, like right. Yeah, to like yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got home, I think like three or three something. Yeah. So I get home and it's like three, and I'm like, ah, oh, bro, hungry. I was hungry. I was so starving, but I was like, I, I was tired too. Like once we were doing it, I was like, it's not even my body, it's just my mind is Your so mind. exhausted. Yes. Dude, I, I want to go so to sleep. Fucking exhausted. So I got home and I was like. No, nah, I can't. I was like, I have to go to sleep. And then I didn't wake up until like 8 or 9 a.m. So it was too late to Damn, eat. And I, I was get exhausted, bro. And then I went to work and I was so tired. I couldn't do anything. Like I would try my best to focus, but it was so difficult. So I had to wait until 7 p.m. And then I ate. That was yesterday. I'm, do- I'm losing my and then mind. then yesterday. So yesterday I got home. I took a nap. I had to do some things and I, t- I took a nap. And then I went to the gym and I got home from the gym like, Almost midnight and again had to wake up. I'm sore as fuck today, bro. I had a leg day yesterday. Leg day. Oof. That shit wiped me the fuck out. I'm probably going to go today again, but ah. I yeah. don't know. I got it's, it's, so much homework, It's hard man. to like keep a schedule and keep like on track, but I feel God, man, physically weak left. sometimes. Like yeah. like my, it's weird because like I'm so used to eating carbs too and I've been cutting carbs. Yeah. So I feel less energetic. Yeah. And all I just crave is sleep, bro. I know. Sleep, I know. bro. Sleep. Okay, let's move on with a different topic, current news. Uh, there was protests in Paris. Yep, protests in Paris going uh, crazy right now. So, I mean, p- p- French people. Hey, no, hey, protesting. hey, be careful what you say. We got our friend Arthur lives in France. <laughs> French people. Shout are, out uh, Arthur. Shout out Arthur, man. The, I met him through Janelle. I've never even met him in person, but. Arthur hey. is m- one of my good friends. I make a lot of amazing friends. I meet a lot of amazing people. Yeah. I've met a lot of amazing people. Most of them ha- happen to be international. um arthur loves soccer um and there was another individual who nasim i invited them to like play soccer at at the little neighborhood where i used to live by um i invited arthur to try like real mexican food he loves he's like we don't have mexican food like real mexican food in france like we have these i think i don't know what he mentioned i was like i got you man fucking love that he's like oh he's like he was like dude this is so good are we gonna tell the lake me story no (laughs) You gotta tell it, bro. No, why? Tell it, bro. That's just so fucking funny. Tell it, bro. Tell it, tell it, tell it. No, tell I... it, bro. It's funny. It's funny. Like nothing bad's gonna come. But just it's funny. It's funny. Tell it. 
how do I start? So, <laughs> so during the pandemic, funny. like everything was closed. Um, Arthur had stayed behind along with other international students because they couldn't travel. So um, I spent a lot of time like playing soccer, hanging out with Arthur here and here and there. Yeah. Um, and he just like, you know, like we didn't really get to spend time like seeing like Vegas. Because everything he, was closed. Everything was closed, and like a lot, of the the friends that like he had were like mostly people who lived in the dorms who weren't actual like um, Vegas locals. And I was like, oh, like I've been here my whole life, man. Like most of my whole life. Like I'll show you around. And mm-hmm. like after I took him to the tacos, I also took him to try like Mexican like ice cream and like you know like the flavors we have, um, and like the what is it called, like the Mex- Mexican desserts. Where it comes with fruit and you put chamoy and like the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like had him try that, and then also he was like, I kind of he's like, I want to go to the lake. Like, like, is there any way like you could like take us or take me or whatever? I was like, fuck, bro. Like, shit. I got. I was like, yeah. I mean, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And then I'm like, one thing like my family usually does is like when we go to the lake, like we take watermelon, we take a lot of fruit, like because it's hella hot. <laughs> <laughs> and what we my my dad used to do is we used to take like a watermelon just put it in the lake sand it would cool the watermelon and then you just like have a refreshing snack right yeah so uh i guess arthur's never done that like (laughs) i don't know i've never been to france either so i don't know what the traditions are so, uh, it's I, fucking fruit. There's no traditions to do with fruit. They have fruit there's too. There's a lot like, of traditions. They have fruit too, though. Like they don't have the watermelons we like. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I share some watermelon with Arthur, and then oh, what, what, it's important to know like what race is Arthur. I'm not gonna say that. Bro. You say it. No man. Rose black. Rose <laughs> like I'm gonna give you the real American experience. <laughs> Takes him to the lake and feeds him fucking watermelon. <laughs> I like watermelon too. I'm fucking dead. Bro. I eat. I eat. The, the thing is, like, and this, is, this is a completely like innocent thing that there's no mad meaning behind it. But like, you can understand why. Like, <laughs> play the story. Play the story on Instagram. Nah, it's fucked up. Nah, <laughs> nah. You find it. Find out his story. No, find out his story. No, no, he's my friend. Yeah. But anyways, Arthur's too. so fucking cool, man. Like, he's like. Listen, bro, like, if you ever get a chance to go to Paris, let me know. Yeah. Oh, like, I'll have a place for you. I was like, yeah. what? So he and I, like, really click. Like, um, we both come from completely different worlds. But, like, yeah. him and then, like, my other Korean friend, uh, Jung Ming, he also told me, like, if I ever in Korea to let him know. That was cool as fuck. Like. He's funny as fuck, He's bro. funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I love people like that. He's going to come back, no? He said he was coming back. Yeah, he's he work, He's working at Samsung. He just graduated as a mechanical engineer last semester. Mm. Um, And so, and Arthur, by the way, I think he's a computer science. Yeah. He's also an engineer. So a lot of these friends that I meet in school, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I like I like the fact that UNLV is, like, bringing like people from all over the world like you get to to really get it yeah although i can't travel right now internationally you get a little bit of this taste you get a little bit of the taste and, yeah. and that's what i really appreciate but soon, though, soon, soon, <laughs> that soon, story is um there's some visual components i can't really share so. you can't share but that shit is so fucking funny like <laughs> yeah, i i can't like when you told me that story then you i remember seeing me, right? it no I, I it was funny as fuck and then i seen believe- it was crazy <laughs> see it was wild as fuck. see i but never lied I don't, I don't even know if he listens to the podcast because I, I think yeah does he i don't know i'm not sure yeah he left yeah oh, shout out bro shout out but um 
I love how whenever I tell stories, people don't believe me, but they're real. I believe you, but it, like you gotta understand, like when someone tells you a story, and when you see it, like it's, it's, it's different. So like this is funny, real. Though. It's so because like the the video. You laughed so hard. No, I showed it to you. Oh, you, you found died. it. You, yeah, I showed it oh, to you. Oh yeah, died. That shit was so. I thought funny. I showed it to you. Nah, nah, nah you nah, found nah. it. Yeah, I found it. I was fucking dead. I was so fucking dead, bro. That shit was I so made fucking day? funny. Hell yeah. But yeah, <laughs> man, right. shout out, bro. But going back to the story in Paris, so people were protesting uh, in the capital and some all over, all over France, all over yeah, France Paris, regarding yeah. the ch- it change in retirement ages. So they increased the age by two years. Yeah. So people used to retire at sixty-two, and then recently the president pushed legislation to increase the retirement. Hold age on. To how, how do you say the president's name? Ma- Macron. Macron. Yeah. I used to say macaroni. Macaroni. To be fucked up. Macaroon. <laughs> Macaroon. <laughs> so, yeah, he increased the age of retirement by two years, yeah. which means that I think it's starting 2027, uh, people wouldn't get their pension until two years later. So, that started That started a lot of people. That started, like, protests. I think it's the 11th day of protesting when we're recording this. It's April 6th. So, people were, like, all over the country were protesting, being like, that's fucked up. Especially because he didn't even let it go to votes, I think. I think he pushed it so that it would get approved without being... Basically, like like here, they do the executive order, whatever that's called. Correct. Executive, executive orders can include declaration of war. Oh, no, no. Congress has to pass that. But it can include, like, um, sending the military. Yeah, like any kind of the, legislation that would... The only falls on the executive order, Cuts out Senate, cuts out Congress. Yeah. Basically, they did the exact same thing over there where he was just like, I, I need this passed. Yes Why did yes. he do that? Because the country is kind of struggling financially. So he, he was like, we don't really have the money to do it. And the thing is, uh, fuck Macron. Like, he, I, don't, I don't really like him personally. Why? but He's a good yeah, looking he's guy. A, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck Macron. But at the end of the day, like, if you really look behind, France has one of the youngest ages of retirement in Europe. And I think in most, like, first world countries. And also, like, their percentage of their, the percentage of their GDP that goes towards pensions is much higher than the countries around them, for the most part. Really? So, I understand, like, I understand that, like, the French people feel like, I'll feel the same way, that we got to check this shit. No matter how good we have it, we got to check it so that it doesn't get worse, you know? Because yeah, we don't yeah. want to accept mediocrity and we don't want to make this a thing where like people think it's okay that we're just going to let it slide just because we're doing better than other people. Like, no, we got to check that shit. But at the same time, too, like they kind of have it good, you know, like they don't have it the worst. The only problem is like, um, the, yeah, there was a bunch of protesting, basically riots where they stormed uh, the capital, not the capital. What is it called? Black Rock. Black Rock. Yeah, it's called Black Rock. Yeah, Black Rock, which is like a big rock that's black <laughs> bro <laughs> not after the watermelon story okay <laughs> not after the watermelon story bro but now blackrock is basically um it's basically like they, they they're an asset manager so kind of like a hedge fund basically and they have i think over 10 trillion dollars in in assets so like they're it's a big ass portfolio but basically they're just like hey you're the biggest player basically in the world like you're the financial manager. And I don't really think they have anything to do with the pensions. Like, they're not really in, like, public pensions, the government pensions. But they do do work in, like, the private sector. So they were basically like, hey, if someone's going to pay for this, if you're not going to pay attention, because it kind of makes sense to go after, like, this super big economical power. Because if they're under threat, 
they're they have the leverage to be basically be like, hey, Macron, like, watch out, Bach, because you know, something might happen. We might take money away from your campaign, or we might take money away for this, or we might move out of the country or move our portfolios elsewhere. Because if this country's not safe for us to operate in, people are storming our offices, like someone's gotta answer to that, you know? Correct. It's usually the president. Yeah. But okay, so things kinda escalated. It got a little violent. Yeah. Um and then you told me too when you were in Paris that people typically just protest a lot. Yeah, like French people are actually known for protesting. Like they <laughs> really? protest I mean, everything. We got the French Revolution. A lot of a lot of things that we use currently or were used in the development of the US <laughs> came from the French Revolution. So Um not the French Revolution. I, I think it was. that happened after. Oh, that's right. I apologize. But like the amendment, all those things that were Happening too were happening while America was being developed, and I kind think we of, borrowed yeah. some of those concepts. And Europe has gone through a lot of phases of change mm-hmm. in terms of government politics, and mm-hmm. I think we adopted some of those too, right? Like a lot of countries have adopted European uh, concepts. What I was trying to say is, like you're saying, like they protest a lot, but they protest. How much everything. of that is useful? How much of it is really not? In I your mean, eyes. I I don't live there, so I don't really see, like, I've been there to visit, but I never, like... Lived there. I never lived there. I never worked there. Correct. I never went to school there. Like, I don't have family there. So I don't really know to what extent things fi- things change after they protest. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, judging by how often they have to protest, like, <laughs> I don't really think shit really changes. <laughs> otherwise, you would shut the fuck up and stay inside, you know? Like, shit, bro. That's the thing, you know? Like, when things are good... Even if you see something wrong, you're like, ah, like things are good. Why am I going to be outside in the sun? I don't get to eat. It's Ramadan, bro. I'm tired. I don't want to be outside protesting. I'm fasting. Let me stay my ass inside, you know? But if things are really dire, you're like, fuck, I have to go out there and protest. And I think the one in Paris was like 400,000 people in the street, bro. Like that's an enormous amount of That's people. a lot. That's Yeah, that's an enormous amount of people. Dude, we could have they could have listened to a podcast while they were protesting. That's literally if everybody would protest, if you hate Macron, if you hate if you don't want the age of retirement in your country to increase, stream this podcast and share it with five friends. <laughs> and I promise it won't happen. Hey, I personally will ensure that I will ensure happen. I will go to war for you. <laughs> I will volunteer. We're gonna have Macron right here in the studio. No. And be like, hey bro. So Didn't he up? get slapped by uh like he did get slapped by someone? That shit was so fucking. That's funny. fucked up. Nah, I don't know. let that slide, bro. I do. You would let that slide? What? Someone slapping me or? Yeah. Nah, hell no. Nah. That's what I'm saying. You gotta throw yeah. hands, even if I'm the president. I gotta throw, especially if you're the president. Yeah, you have to throw you hands. You have to, because you know your security gonna come anyway. So swing, bro. <laughs> Just don't get knocked out, but swing. <laughs> okay, moving you know, on. Wait, like you know about his wife? Like he married one of his old teachers. So his wife's like way older than him. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Why French people like nah, that? They kind of sus, bro. I don't know. They're and not also, sus. also, his job before he was president, he was an investment banker. So he basically worked with like these BlackRock type of people. Like that was his job. So then, I gotta get it. I gotta be a stockbroker. No, boo. If you're a hedge fund, like analyst, banker, all these things. Fucking, you work a lot of hours. They, they will out like literally work you to death, but you make so much fucking money. Do I need a degree um, in finance? No. Not really, right? Like you have to have good connections. Nah, you just have to like it's a lot of math and computer science. Oh, there you go. I got computer science. Yeah, so I can kind of go in yeah. there. 
They burned his. They burned one of his fa- or they tried to burn his favorite restaurant down in Paris. No, that's fucked up. Why did they? Damn, that that's wouldn't slide up, here bro. in the U.S., bro. Like, there's well, what's him? Trump's? What's Biden's favorite restaurant? IHOP. <laughs> they burned down the IHOP in Washington D.C. <laughs> It's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> oh hell no! That's what I'm saying. Hey, yeah. Shout out Biden. <laughs> nah, that food don't eat no Mexican food. His fucking body would, His body would collapse. He can't digest any seasonings. Look how old he is, bro. Hey, don't. He yeah. can't, bro. He's 85 years He's old. 85? No, but he looks like it. <laughs> He's 90. He's almost 80. I think. He's like 78 or 79, probably. He's old, man. I feel like I don't. We don't even really have a president. I just, we don't, bro. He's a bot. He's literally just a bag of bones. He's an NPC. <laughs> he's an NPC. He has like three. Re- wait, he has three response, you? and the game is lagging because he doesn't finish sentences sometimes. <laughs> oh god, it's like a PS One. <laughs> actually, no, PS One actually worked. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a Nintendo sixty four, but 64. nobody blew in the cartridge before they inserted it, so it's <laughs> lagging a little bit. Sakura, <laughs> Sakura. Nobody, nobody put the Q-tip to wipe out the dust before putting it in the game. So God damn, that's our president, bro. That's so sad. He lied, man. I could literally be a better president than Biden right now. You could, but you know you're not running. So I'm about thirty-five. We're running at thirty-five. Then I'll be your VP. You're, can you're I be not your citizen? You, I'll be your. You can make. You can change that. I don't like how you're saying that, bro. Because there's really only one way I can do that before I'm president, and that's haram. So. What? What? That's so weird. I didn't meant that. I meant like. Well, okay. What other way? I can't if I'm not president yet. If I'm president, yeah. We still have to follow through with wait, the application. Wait, I wonder how it wife. works though. I wonder how it works. Like, if I'm president, can I make an executive order to make you a citizen? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Didn't Trump do that to Melania's family? I don't know. They they do. I know he my- freed Kodak Black. <laughs> he freed. He pardoned Kodak Black. <laughs> Your pardon. Bro, he's not the fucking pope. <laughs> Hey, hey! Yo, la Cruz, and now he's good. Now he's hey, Kodak Black. <laughs> You're good now, my friend. You're free to go, hey, hey! But the engineer, the one that's more worthy of helping, now nah, fuck that guy. That's how I feel like this country. He didn't me. know you back then, but now he knows you because now you're on on the run podcast. That's right. Listen, hey Trump 2024. Hey, if I'm you're kidding. a Trump fan, listen to this because Trump <laughs> no. fucks with our podcast. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm I'm in between. Like you can't even vote, so it doesn't really matter what you say. You, I can influence you can say votes. whatever. Yeah, so influence. I can't vote, but I can influence votes. Mm. I have, I've, I've like had friends vote for me. Vote for you? Yeah, like I told them, like, can you go, can you go vote for me? Who'd you vote for? Unfortunately, at the time, Democrat. (sighs) I don't think, hey guys, I think this is our last episode. (laughs) All right, man. I'm not lying to you. (laughs) I told you, man. Listen, my girl, the Democrats do sell a good lie. They do sell a good lie. They do. They they really do. They, but it's just they, like you can only sell that same lie so many times before you're like ah, and so, I see what you're doing. Uh, can I you know? can I go deeper in that? I yeah. know that's not what the purpose of this was, but I remember when I was comparing like Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. If the Republicans were a little less racist, I would I would stick to them because a lot of my values just fall under them. I'm a little bit more religious, conservative. Mm-hmm. I believe in a lot of things that they believe, but I just feel like a lot of their voters are 
just too ignorant. It's not even racist because I don't like to call them racist. I don't think they're not racist. all of them are. It's just but there's some racist. No, no, no. There is. There is. There's. I don't know. There is some racist. Like well, you hear, like I, you can tell. Yeah, they might be racist, but they don't outwardly well, say racist. That's I'll say this though. The I'll southern say this, charm, though. bro. I'll say, southern charm. Nah, it's southern charm too. I don't think it's southern charm. But I'll say this though: if they were just as, if they were just followed through, with actually being equal and treating all people equally like they say they do. Then I'm gonna be like, yes, let's vote. Me too, but, but the, the thing fact is, is like, they, you always can tell like there's a little something there, and it's so hard to describe. It's, like sus. it's so hard to describe. It's sus. But like innately, you know, you know exactly, yeah. and that's that feeling that I wish they wouldn't give off. Like, because sometimes you meet like some old white people, and they really live through some racist shit, but you can tell they're not racist. Like, correct. But sometimes you meet some, you're like. Oh, uh, something's a little off here, you know. Yeah, something's a little Kendall. suspect. Uh, <laughs> you remember Kendall Jenner? No, Kendall, the firefighter guy. He'd the, say some jokes like who would mix rocket, rocket propellant? propellant. He's like, but he, what do you expect? His, what do you expect from a white man that mixes rocket propellant? Like you, that can only be one type of white man. I saw him as an uncle, but this man said and to uncle me, Tom. <laughs> he, <laughs> he said he was white. He said to me. He said something like one of his like clients came, like the owners for that shop came. He's like, yeah, this is my 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 Indian friend. I'm like, Kendall, I'm Hispanic, but you don't have to say I'm your Indian friend. You like, say you're Indian all the time. Yeah, but he didn't understand that concept. Well, maybe you said it around him. And he was like, I oh, never said Indian? that around him. Uh-huh. And I was like, bro, like, just call me by my name. Like, don't treat me any different from you. Like, I don't say like, this is my white friend. You know what I mean? What I was trying to say is like the Democrats sell a very convincing point um, in terms of helping people, but they never deliver. And someone told me that a Republican told me that a Republican friend told me, I'm like, I was like, no, they don't. And then I got to live four years of Biden's presidency. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, bro. I literally stood behind you guys. You guys didn't do nothing. You had nothing, a chance. Bro. Nothing. nothing. I think the only th- time like things kind of got done was under the Obama administration. But that's because like he's like he was like put under like so much pressure i would say from for being a black the first black president yeah. so he had to do something he had to do he stuff. had to do something Even if it wasn't the best decision he did stuff exactly biden has literally sat on his ass done nothing. stuttered tripped uh tripped, tripped on the stairs tripped on the stairs yeah. like lost his train of thought what i what i want to make next week's podcast is yeah. or after we do the other ones the surprise podcast that we have our we got big things wow. coming we're not going to tell y'all what just in case because I really do believe like we got to do the work first before we advertise absolutely, it. Absolutely. So we have big plans coming for the next few podcasts. So please stay in tune and, and share our podcast as much as you can. But because we got a lot of things planned for y'all. 100%. Um, after doing those those other podcast events, I want to like bring in people who can like further discuss what can be done in terms of immigration. Like mm-hmm. what their options are. I've been reading a lot about joining the military after my graduation because... Mm-hmm. I kind of want to still like be part, have that record that like, Let's hey, Navy SEALs. I shit, I'm down. I'm down too. Um, I might have to cut some more cars. Fuck it. But yeah, I, I learned how to swim. You don't know how to swim? No. That's crazy. No, I don't know how to swim, bro. How? I, I know we, how to swim. We were born. Swimming. I know how to swim. We were in the womb swimming. I know how to swim, but I don't know how to swim. You know what I mean? So like, if I throw you in the ocean, you don't think you'll make like, it? Like, I'll make it, but it's like if you throw me in the ocean, like. 500 yards out and you're like swim to shore i'm like i don't know if i could do that big guy (laughs) 
like Yo, it's the like, ocean's scary, bro. Yeah, the ocean's but scary. the ocean's easy because it's salt water, so, so you can float easier. You can. What mm-hmm. about like in a, in a storm? I mean, shit. yeah. Don't people die like that? I mean, yeah. They Obviously, do? even the best swimmer. Obviously. What if you like just zit like? <laughs> but there's waves, so the waves are gonna be washing over. You're gonna get thrashed around. You're gonna get days. There's people that have crossed the like, have survived those. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How? I just want to know how. By the grace of God, like, I mean, that yeah. Was, shit, that's crazy. Cubans swimming to Florida. Shout out Cubans, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a, <laughs> I know what he's talking about. I'm not gonna say it, but uh, shout out Cubans, man. Trump 2024. Actually, like, no, there's a lot of Cubans that fuck with Mexicans. Like the the recently we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but when Mexico played in the World Baseball Classic, uh, the best player on Mexico is Cuban. Like he he, he just took the yeah. nationality. Randy Rosarena. Um. So what happened was he he said that he told the story. He always dreamt of playing baseball for Cuba, like representing his country at the world baseball classic but it was hard because like his family like in cuba like the, the situations are poor like the living conditions making money is difficult he wanted to take care of his family so eventually he wanted to leave and he went to mexico so he escaped to mexico and there's a policy on the cuban team that uh if you're a defector you're not allowed to play for a cuban team. oh that's my stuff so because he moved to mexico he played in the Mexican leagues. He had a daughter in Mexico. And then eventually he came to the MLB. So now he's like big time, big contract, whatever. Wow. But because Mexico showed him love and his daughter was born in Mexico, he said, I want to represent Mexico. And he, he, he wasn't a citizen, but he had to be a citizen in order to represent Mexico. So I think he, I forgot if he, he made a, a video on Instagram or something, but he directly asked the president, basically like, hey, give me citizenship because I want to represent the country that gave me an opportunity to be where I am today. I should do that. And... Like, the president was like, oh, yeah, and made him a citizen. And then he played for Mexico and balled the fuck out. Balled out. like Respect. Yeah, bro. That's respect. Yeah. I, I respect few people like that. Shout out Biden. Uh, look, give me the fuck opportunity. Fuck you, Biden. Fucking Give me the opportunity to fucking be Biden. Uh, a You Navy see this man right here in front of me? Do not Navy give him a seal. fucking citizenship Come ever. on, bro. He's fucking fake I'll as fuck. I'll be a Navy he SEAL, He hates bro. America. What? He's pro-ISIS. He's pro-talent. what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you say shit like that? I'm not. <laughs> you're a stupid ass. I'm not. <laughs> cut this fucking... Cut the mic. Trump, if you're watching this, make it to office, baby. We got to get this man a citizenship. He said he'll fight ISIS personally. Ship him off. The first airplane that goes overseas needs to go to fucking Afghanistan with this man on it. Facts. I'll do it. I'm down. What if you die? What's good as a citizenship if you die? I died a man. I mean, like, you could die a man here, but you have to go over there it's to harm innocent people. Is that what you really want? No. To harm innocent kids and women and children? That's not what they're doing. That's what you're going to be doing? No. How do you know? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> Who told you? You know my future? Fucking Doctor Strange. <laughs> Wait, no, have, you seen, have you seen the the military hype video of like the general that basically sends like a warning to to other countries? No, that shit is so badass. Play it. Okay, okay, I gotta find it. It's on it's on TikTok. But okay, so shit, that's the thing, man. I don't wanna. I don't want to harm innocent people if I go to the military, but yeah. sometimes, like, you just take orders. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's the one is. thing I'll have to live with. Shit, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on that one. Um, it's like this one with this fool. He's like a general giving a speech. All right. A military should not be mistaken for a cable news gabfest show. We don't care what you look like. Oh, I think I don't care who you voted for. 
your dad left you millions when he died or if he knew who your father was. We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Bro, that's that's hard. Listen, that video is so fucking hard, bro. I listen to that every day. I go t- every day before I go into work to my desk job. I listen to that shit to get a little bit hyped. It makes me proud of being American. <laughs> I'm American, just without papers. But I'm more American. That's just so high, though. Like that's a badass fucking speech. Bro. You know what, bro? That's I I spoke. I have a Navy SEALs phone number. Oh, no, someone from the Navy, not Navy SEAL. Sorry, ah, let me retract that. I mean, anyways, from the Navy, he's an officer, a recruiter, and he's a recruiter. And I asked him, like, mm-hmm. I went to the table during like the career fair. I was like, "Look, I'm a smart student. I'm about to get my engineering degree. How can I join the Navy and hopefully get my citizenship?" They're yeah. like, "You need to talk to this officer." I was yeah. like, "Okay." They gave me like some other lady that was there. It's like, talk to this person now. Message them that you share with me your information. Mm-hmm. But I'm iffy about it because I feel like in the past they've sent like Hispanics who weren't, who were just like straight up immigrants yeah. who didn't have any documentation or they they, undocumented basically. They fuck them over, bro. Sometimes and they, they go fuck them and they over. don't give you citizenship. No, like nothing, during the bro. Afghan war, during the yep. uh, Persian Gulf war, they sent a lot of Hispanic people yep. and they fucking just brought them in coffins. Yep. My mom has told me like, you're stupid if you do that. I'm like, why? Like, I'll die a man. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but that they don't care for you sometimes. Like you're just another number. I'm yeah. like, fuck, man. I don't know what to think about it. I yeah. just want an option. I just want an option. You know what I mean? It's just like being stuck in a fucking box. You know what you're capable of? Or here, I put it this way. I wrote, I wrote like this paragraph for like uh, this application. I wrote, it's like you have a canvas. You have all the paintbrushes. You know what you want to paint, and people are refusing you to give you the paint or sell you the paint. It's like why? Like, I just want to fucking paint this picture for myself. Like, mm. why are you stopping me? Like, mm. I, I never understood that aspect of it. You know, it's like, I'm. it's not like I'm some fucking loser that doesn't know what he wants. Yeah. You know, I know what I want. I know what I'm capable of. Just give me the opportunity. It's just with the aerospace shit, too. Yeah. Um, shout out to, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we always be doing stupid shout outs. But <laughs> And they don't uh, even respond, but they don't, they don't even acknowledge the shout outs, bro. Shoot. Shout out SpaceX, up. bro. SpaceX, hire me. Come on, bro. I'll work for free. I'll, I'll better. Nah, I'll be better than all your engineers. I swear to God. I swear to God, I'll work the hardest. Like, you don't You won't even know. I'll send I'll send that ship to Mars. Like, I'll make. I'll, I'll put, you'll just have to let me put that logo, Echo in Mexico, and I'll do it for you. You know what I mean? Like, that's how badass, how bad I want it, but people just don't want to let you. I mean, it's just like. It goes back. It's like the felon thing, you know? Yeah. Like you have this one thing about you and they're like, oh, you know, everything's cool about you. But this one thing from your past that you may or may not have had control over, like, that disqualifies you from everything. Sorry. Like, yeah. it's fucked up, you know, <clears throat> just to, to feel like, like you said. You're tied. Like, like, your hands are tied. The, it's like someone's like, paint this landscape. And you're like, okay. And he, they give you a canvas. Like, but you only have white paint. It's like. How, what am I supposed to do? Actually, there's a way. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, if you had black paint, maybe. Like, yeah. yeah. But if you just have white paint, you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to You just to have paint? to, like, nothing, you know? Do it, like, do in a way where, like, it, it stands out and has some, like, 
geometry like no. volume there's there's paints are white paints and you're like what what is in there and like you look closer there's like okay they give you one drop of white paint they like paint this las vegas landscape like yeah that, that's kind of like, how you yeah, know how of course. so again like, you know, that's like one of the things that make it super difficult but i'm not gonna see. give up I, I told myself there's a reason why things are hard is because i know something very good is coming for me and i know that one day people who are going to look up to me like the next generation of mexican americans or hispanic americans yeah. they'll look at my story and be like you know what if he could do it look where he came from from nothing made something out of himself out of mm -hmm. thin air never gave up mm -hmm. never changed who he was as a character never lost his faith stayed true to who he was look how he did we can do that same thing 100%. i want to be that let's move on uh with ufc fights uh yeah so this weekend there's a big ufc fight coming up israel adesanya versus uh alex Pereira, number two so this is actually going to be the fourth time they fight, but it's the second time in UFC, second time in MMA. So the backstory is that both of them used to be kickboxers. Um, and Alex Pereira is basically like the greatest kickboxer of all time, basically like multi-time champions, just like a goat, you know? And he fought Adesanya twice and beat him both times. One time by decision and one time by knockout. Yeah. So he kind of has his number. And Adesanya eventually moved to the UFC and he became a champion and he rose up the ranks super fast because he's like super skillful, like just an elite striker, super good at what he does. And he made it to champion like pretty fast. Like in a few years, he became champion. And it usually takes people like a long time, a lot of fights, but he just rose up the ranks and he was dominating people like crazily. Like he had a few close fights, but even in those close fights, like you can see him just elevate himself every time. Like the light was shining the brightest he just stepped up and just fucking delivered so alex Pereira eventually moved to mma into the ufc and basically followed him and because izzy adesanya is undefeated everybody was like fuck like this dude's so good but then everyone was like okay here's this guy who beat him twice they're like fuck can he do it again so obviously Pereira wasn't gonna get a title shot his first fight but i think it took him like a handful of fights and that he got a title shot because Israel was just destroying everyone else. They're like, well, at least this guy has beat him before. There's a backstory. There's all these things. And he fights him. And to be honest, in my opinion, like I watched that fight, he was he was beating him um, pretty convincingly. I would say like three rounds to one. And then the last round, something just lit up in Pereira, bro. He was honestly getting still fucked up pretty bad. But he just swings at him and just rocks him, bro. And then Izzy just like got dazed. Like he lowered his head. He was trying to like stay out the way, but... The ref was like, no more, no more, no more. He stopped the fight. So Alex won. Alex won, bro. So Undefeated. Beat the undefeated champion. Beat the undefeated champion. It's crazy. Oh, no, he wasn't undefeated. He He's undefeated in that weight class, but he had gone up to the next weight class. Mm -hmm. And he's skinny as fuck. He went up to the next weight class and he did lose, but he didn't get knocked out or like fucked up. The other dude basically just held him on the ground for five rounds. which sucked. But he's basically the undefeated champion, just undisputed, just he would have run through the whole division again easily. Like just beat every single guy and circled around again, laps and laps and laps. <laughs> but this dude just comes and he beats him like in that manner. So it kind of leaves like the door open to the question, like, can he do it again? You know? And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to watch it. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Sounds point. like Creed three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's a good setup. Like both of them are pretty likable fighters. Like I don't really How think. How old he, are they? By the way, um, 30s, 
Yeah. The and they're 30s. still fighting? Yeah. I always thought like uh, fighters were below like 25 or... In boxing, usually they're like a little bit younger. Yeah. But in MMA, you usually don't really get champions that are like under like, I'll say like 28. Under that, it's like you're a really young champion. Most champions are like 30s. early 30s. Yeah. That's pretty good. Then yeah. that means I have a chance. Yeah. I mean, if you start really now... Listen, after the degree, a lot of doors There's are three open. active Mexican champions. Damn. So, so Brandon Moreno, he's a champion champion. Well, then, oh, yeah, I remember. He's yeah. like a young guy, yeah. Uh, Yair, what's his last name? I Rodriguez, I think. Um, He's not the champion, but he's like the the top contender. So I forgot what they call it, but the interim champion. So I think he's going to fight Volkanovski, which is another dude who's just like elite uh, in order to unify and see who's the real champion. And then one that just won, uh, her name is... I don't want to lie to y'all. Let me look up. That's oh, a girl? Yeah. UFC? Yeah. Uh, active Mexican. I do want to know, like, what's the the brain damage that one takes if they lose a fight? It's less than it's less than boxing. So, Wait, yeah, UFC? Brand, Brandon Moreno was the first ever Mexican-born champ. Uh, two-time bantamweight champion. Yair Rodriguez... He's got the interim featherweight, so he's a really good fucking fighter, bro. And he's like, he's um, he's also native. I think he's from, I forgot where he's from, but he trains in like this super remote area, like in in Mexico. It's like super high elevation. Oh, the Colorado, like, like super high elevation. He's like, um, but he's fucking badass. And I, I think you would like his story and like watching him fight. Um, and then Alexa Grasso, Alexa Grasso, she's also Mexican, she beat Valentina Shevchenko, which was like, she's like this fucking Russian, like, just badass a fighter bear. who would like run through everyone, just like a killer, bro. She was like in the military, speaks like six KBG? languages. God yeah, damn. like like a fucking like what assassin. Like assassin. Yeah, I mean she fucking beat her, choked her out. Damn. So three active Mexican champions, and it's a good time to be Mexican, baby. Oh yeah. By the it's way, a good time to be Mexican. Speaking of good news from like Mexico, they I think they uh, like. What's Manuel Lopez Obrador? Yeah. The president of Mexico AMLO. approved um, like something for a space agency. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Things don't work out. Fuck it. And just be a UFC fighter or an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> one of those two. Either one. Whichever one's going to give me citizenship. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, do we have anything else to talk it's about? That's badass. Um, I wanted to cover quickly like the... The women's basketball conversation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you know anything about that? I was reading on it, and it was something about someone insulting someone else. So, Kaylin, <laughs> so Kaylin Clark is a player for Iowa uh, women's basketball, college basketball. And NCAA, right? NCAA, yeah. So, she was just like a fucking monster because the March Madness just happened. So, the biggest tournament, basically the end of the season tournament where like all the schools, not all the schools, but like the top schools compete against each other. Ultimately, there's like a national champion. But she was just on fire the whole tournament, just taking over. She scored 40 points, like back-to-back games, which is unheard of. I think she scored the highest number of points in uh, NCAA tournament history for like a single tournament run. Just a beast, bro. Like she's a beast. But one thing about her is like she would talk her shit. Like um, there was one time where I think they were playing South Carolina um someone was i don't know if someone was talking or she just you know said it like without getting provoked first but she was like uh you're down 15 shut up or something uh there's another one where i think the same game like they were playing 
and there's a player on the three-point line. She just weighed her off. She was like, I don't care about that. Like, just disrespecting her. Like, you're not going to make it anyways. Um, There was, yeah, so, like, she was, she did a you can't see me, the John Cena shit. No. Two different players. So, so she, she was talking her shit the whole tournament, She right? kind of like me. <laughs> I love that shit, bro. When I used to play sports, I love that shit. I love people who like talk shit. They, I don't know why that shit fires me the fuck up. But they made it eventually to the national championship, and they played LSU, Louisiana State. Um, and there's a player on LSU named Angel Reese, and LSU won. And once the game was like in the final seconds, Angel Reese did the "You Can't See Me" tour, and she like followed her around the court, and she was like, she was pointing at her ring. Basically saying that I'm I, I'm getting a ring because I'm getting a national championship, and people just like litter the fuck up on social media. They're like, "You're so classless, that's so trashy, your hood, your ghetto, like all these things." Wait, and the we'll question some was, context. but the question was that Caitlin Caitlin Clark is white and Angel Reese is black, so the debate sort of moved into being like, "Is it really the same thing?" Or are you just saying it? Are you saying is it is it the same thing? Or are you sort of making that distinction just because one player is white and another player is black? It seems like they're both doing the same thing, and I just think it comes back to the fairness again. Yeah, it's like, bro, if they're both acting like children, why are you getting mad at one versus the other? Yeah, it's like when I was a child and I used to get more in trouble than like some other white kid that did worse. <laughs> like I hated that shit. Yeah. Like. I hate getting in trouble, but I'll take my end of the piece and be like, okay, fine. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Mm. But what about the other kid? Then mm. you're just teaching them that they can get away with anything. Yeah. And I'm not saying not just white kids, but like it, it can come down to like gender too, right? Like girls won't get in trouble or over some, the biggest things they do versus guys do, right? Yeah. You get a slap in the wrist versus, hey, you're going to receive a full punishment. Mm. So the question, the to answer your question, I would say it's not fair that she's getting all this hate. Um, the girl from LSU. I think they should both get hate or none of them get hate at all. Because okay, but which one would sport. you go for? Both or neither? <sighs> Fuck. Well, it's a sport. It isn't classes. It's competitive. To me, that's, so that's, that's, that's what it's all about. It's, like, it's I feel competitive. Like anybody who's ever played sports knows that talking shit is a part of the game, bro. Okay. Like, you're not going to get rid of it. Like, especially when you're competing at the highest level. Like, these girls these women are fucking killers bro like Caitlyn Clark is a dog like as much as you might look at her and be like oh my god look at this innocent girl like she is a fucking dog bro like she will go out there and fucking opening plays in the fucking national championship just pulls up from 35 feet out like literally five feet out from the three-pointer just fucking throws and it swishes that shit I'm like bro what that's some Steph Curry shit right there and she's a fucking college basketball player like she is a fucking competitor to the highest degree right so when you have that like it's a it's a whole fucking different level than someone talking shit when you're playing like in a park randomly with some fucking forty year olds on Tuesday nights like me pickup game like I can understand why if you go there you're like why are you talking shit bro we're all just here to like we're stay in shape and have fun you know <laughs> but this is the national championship of the women's division one basketball like this is the highest level of competition that they can be in right now before it's they go pro character too bro like sometimes you can't help. Like I for example, for example, will mm. not trash talk unless someone trash talks to me. Yeah. And I'll get fired up. Like yeah. it's part of the game. Like I loved I used to love like when someone talks shit. Okay. Remember when okay, we almost okay, got in a okay. fight in the soccer game? Yeah. Here at UNLV. Yeah. And you didn't do anything about it. But nah. I had to <laughs> Listen, you got bitched. No, I didn't. Because you, no, you I were going didn't. crazy. Hold on. I was that playing game rough. Nah, nah, nah. That was you were playing dirty. This is between rough and dirty. You were playing a little bit dirty. 
Then they did bit you, and then I had to come be like, okay, let's oh, they did relax. It. Let's relax. I come set order and make sure everything is cool. Okay, we're good. Right? There's a difference between that and talking shit. If someone's talking shit, like, just in my ear, like, saying shit, I'm like, okay, okay. But I've never been, like, a dirty player. Like, I don't like that shit. You like, call me a dirty player? I, I like to compete. Like, I like to compete. I was competing for the highest level of fucking soccer. You know, me in your murals. I had to win for my country, <laughs> but we lost because you told me to calm down. But we lost because we only had like four players yeah. every single game and like no subs. We always play with one player less than the other team and no subs. So like, what the fuck are we supposed to do, you know? I was but, angry. I was fired up, bro. I was ready to go. I was going to punch that kid, but I had to be like, damn, yeah, yeah, will yeah, I get yeah. in trouble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. You never seen me in Super Saiyan mode. Come on, bro. Dude, the fact that you're saying Super Saiyan mode tells me you would never punch nobody. Nah, I would high kick him. <laughs> and then diffuse. Come and have a It's a transmission. <laughs> it's a transmission, bro. After we use the Patarians and combine Shut our strength, we would take I him out. I never combined it with you. Wow. Because it's permanent. You can't take it off. No, you can't. No, no you can't. Unless it's permanent. we travel. No, unless we go inside Majin Buu. <laughs> That's the fuck up, bro. God but man. yeah, man. Um, I mean, for me personally, it's like I don't really think either one should get hate. I think, especially if you talk shit, you should expect people to talk shit back to you. Like, if, if someone's talking shit to me and I'm like, okay, let's turn it up then, and then I shut you down and I talk my shit, like you can't come back and be mad at me. It's like you talk shit, so I'm gonna talk shit back to you. Like it is what it is. Now, if she was just a player and not talking shit at all, and the other player came to talk shit about her. Even then, I would be like, man, let her do it. It's competition. It's basketball. But I would feel a little bit like, okay, like, relax. Okay, you know? Like, you already won. But if you're a player who's, like, been consistently talking shit, you're a dog, all this shit, like, come on, bro. Like, you're someone's going to get gonna a taste you. of you're your gonna medicine back, no matter what. Exactly. So, that's why for me, it's like, I don't like the double standard. Like, Correct. And a lot of people were like, yeah, but this, like, when she did it, it was only, like, a one-second thing. But when Angel Reese did it, it was, like, a 10-second thing. And I'm like... You know, I'm not going to pay you back, but we don't get even. We get ahead, you know? We all don't get even. I get ahead. Like, if you're going to talk shit to me for five seconds, I'll come talk shit to you for 15. Like, it is what it is. Or you know? an hour. I'll come to your house and talk shit to you exactly. at dinner. Just invite me exactly, first. Exactly, bro. Like, that's I what it is. Saying, so, yeah. so, for me, I'm like, I, 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 I think I need a competition. Because also at the same time, she didn't say anything outside of Right. Like, it wasn't personal. I yeah, feel like exactly. when you say something personal, that's crossing the line. Exactly. Yeah. If exactly. it's like, bro, I'm gonna get this ring and you're not. Like, exactly. Bro. Like you're shitting on somebody's dreams, but at the same time, it's we're part competing. of the sport. Yeah, we're competing. Like we both came into the sport because we love it, because we love to compete. Do you want him to just make it easy? No, yeah, exactly. hell no. There's no exactly. point in competing then. So and also, yeah. Kaylin actually, she she did an interview and she's like, I don't think she should get any hate at all. Like we're both competitors. There you go. Shit. So I'm Shout like, okay, everybody on social media, like, shut the fuck up. But yeah, y'all, y'all just- I swear to God, people are just always trying to pin others. To hate each other yeah when in reality there's no hate it's just competition at the end of the day you know what i mean so yeah that's all i have to say but yeah. i drink I, I think i drink too much coffee <laughs> <laughs> i mean i haven't even finished mine to be honest i just started drinking but hopefully gonna get some food at this i'm starving now so guess who your arch nemesis no answer <laughs> All right, man. Uh, You got anything else you want to talk about before we head out? No, that's all. I think we covered a lot of great stuff, and I'm just really excited about next week. Yeah, man. We we got a few things lined up for next week, then the week after. Basically, all of April. Um, But, you know, always making moves, always trying to get ahead. So, absolutely. um, If y'all have any suggestions, if y'all have anything we want to talk, y'all want us to talk about, or any guests want to come on, or do you know somebody that would 
um, you know, be interesting for us to to interview, to talk to. Yeah. Please absolutely. send them our way. Uh, let us know what you think about this podcast and follow us on all our socials, uh, especially Instagram at Real OTR Podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow us. And TikTok. And TikTok. Um, go ahead and follow us at On The Run Pod. Um, it really helps us out a lot because we're trying to share as much content as possible. Um, not just us two, but also our editor. Shout out Ashraf, man. Always doing Shout a lot of Ashraf. good work for us, bro. Thank you for everything you do, even my during, Even during Ramadan, bro, is working his ass off making all the reels. Um, videos. All the edits, videos, everything. So we do. We are, both of us, um, all three of us are all putting in a Correct. lot of time, a you lot of effort. You only see us, but Ashraf is the man behind the screen doing all the magic. And yep. I really appreciate it. He's an amazing person. Aside from just being a hustler, a good, a good friend, and he's just very talented. Like we want to, we we all want to grow. I yep. think I'm just very grateful to be part of a good group. And Absolutely, a good team. man. That's my brother, man. Shout out, Shah, bro. Love you. Um, and yeah, all three of us are absolutely putting in a lot of time, effort, money, sacrifice into this. So the fact that you guys show us a lot of love really makes a lot and really motivates us to absolutely. to keep going hard, man. So. Uh, with that being said, man, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of the On Run Podcast. We hope to see y'all next week. All right. Thank you. We'll Peace. see you next week. Peace out.